City Smart Sustainability in Action podcast. Stories about people making a difference in waste, energy, water, transport and greenhouse emissions. Hi, I'm Bill McDonald and welcome to the Sustainability in Action podcast. Jack Stone is the founder of B One Third. It's a Brisbane-based environmental enterprise with a focus on bringing bees back to the city and its surrounding neighbourhoods. Now, promoting the importance of necessary well-being of over 20,000 species of bees globally is very important to him. Jack joins me now to discuss how B One Third's business model is really making a difference, how he works with local and large business to promote seasonal honey, raising awareness around the humble honeybee and to share some tips for other retail businesses. Welcome, Jack. First of all, um, honeybees are something that most of us, I guess, take for granted a little bit. Some of us do. Why is it important to establish more European honeybee hives here in Brisbane? Well, thanks for having me, Bill. Um, look, specifically, it's not necessarily just the honeybee that we want to promote to bring back to these urban landscapes, but the honeybee is a great vector for communicating the importance of bees and all pollinating insects. That's because one third of our global food supply, hence the name bee one third, is dependent on bees visiting the flower to produce a robust and saleable crop for the farmer. So without bees, we would actually lose access to one in every three plates, and you can choose breakfast, lunch, or dinner. We would lose access to those plates of food every single day and, uh, and and without the bee we would be up against some real life-threatening challenges as a global society. So a lot more important than people probably place on them. Absolutely well we often see bees as the humming beautiful flower visiting little insect that they are but we don't often relate that action of visiting a flower with the importance of growing food and securing our future food system. Um, yeah, so very important, and that's the mission that we try to spread. You know, we, we are really all about trying to pollinate change as widely and as diversely and as quickly as we can. Okay, you've been installing beehives on the rooftops of businesses. Uh, first of all, why businesses and, and how exactly does the process work? So we started off keeping bees in friends' and family's backyards all around Brisbane southeast, and we realised that not only do we have to, to, to communicate with the landholder in an urban or neighbourhood environment, but we have to communicate with their five neighbours. So we quickly pivoted and moved away from the uh, um, uh, placing beehives in backyard model and started working with local businesses who were ethically and morally grounded in the sustainability in, in the sustainability realm so we started finding out that people really wanted to one support the bee populations here in the city through utilizing unused space on their buildings or property so like rooftops or backyards or balconies of buildings but also People wanted to understand what the cycle of food production was that came from the honeybee, came from bees. And we found a huge opportunity to work business to business, work with change makers within, within industries essentially. Also, one thing that we noticed is working with businesses by putting beehives on rooftops and adding pollinators back into those areas, those neighbourhoods and those suburbs, we can actually impact further environmental change, further social change, because we're utilising their networks to communicate our mission of pollination. Uh, what we do is we work with local businesses to set up, maintain, manage, harvest and deliver the end product of honey. We, we manage and, and maintain those beehives on the property of our clients 
and uh, we, we run workshops, we run honey tastings and experiential days where the, the staff networks actually get to come in and learn more about the importance of all insects, not only the honeybee, but uh, we try to raise the level of respect, so to speak, when it comes to appreciating the ecosystem and supporting the local environment. When you're talking to businesses, Jack, what's the biggest misconception, do you think, that customers have about honeybees? To be honest, there's, there's been a stigma about uh, all bees, wasps, butterflies, or flying insects. We don't know enough about them as a general population, so the general stigma is that honeybees are dangerous, they sting, they kill, they're ferocious, they're going to attack us. It's actually quite the opposite. Honeybees are really gentle creatures. In fact, they land on your arm have a rest and fly off if they want to. They don't see us as threats unless we are acting as threats. What we try to do is try and, uh, as a a business, we try to confront people with the reality of their food, so to speak, by opening up a beehive, throwing on a bee suit, and actually putting a frame of bees into uh, a, a regular punter's hands and actually... Uh, creating that conversation, that awkwardness, that anxiety and overcoming that anxiety when you're faced with thousands of stinging creatures in front of you. But ultimately, one thing we've got to realise is that nature's not out to get us. In fact, it's looking like the opposite. We're out to get nature, but nature will always win because nature is gracious and nature is kind. Looking at the bigger picture, what role do honeybee hives have in a sustainable city? I think the idea of bringing insects back into our cities is one of the most important things that we can do as a civilization when thinking about sustainable cities of the future. Um, Along with that, though, we've got to consider uh, the habitat that those insects are living in. The more we destroy habitat, natural habitat for these insects and pollinators to live, the more we're driving them out of the city. And that's why we're here, is to bring those bees back into the city because we've destroyed so much habitat. So one thing that Uh, bees and honeybees in particular have the ability to do is actually raise that conversation around the whole ecological cycle great we want pollinators in the city what do we need to do on either ends of that topic to support and sustain a healthy ecosystem and thus a healthy and vibrant environment and finally we often see beekeepers using smoke with the bees. What impact has the recent bushfires or will the recent bushfires have on the bee population? Well, it's really interesting you ask because we do use smoke in our hives, but we use a very small amount of it. The bushfires have actually been absolutely devastating to beekeepers. Beekeepers rely on the natural resource of flowers to gather food for their bees. So the bees are out there in wild forested, forested areas gathering food from these beautiful ancient trees and forests. With the recent bushfires here in southeast Queensland and New South Wales, we've seen over a million hectares of forageable land that beekeepers are using season in, season out to take their bees and gather food from those areas. I'm hearing stories down the line of beekeepers losing 90% of their locations where they take their bees. So what that means for those beekeepers is potentially they're going to have to ultimately feed their bees a, an artificial sugar syrup to keep the bees alive, or they're going to have to find new foraging lands to take their bees in to keep them alive so they're fed well with proteins and the carbohydrates that bees require. Fascinating to chat. Thank you, Jack Stone, founder of B One Third Neighbourhood Honey, a great Brisbane-based enterprise that's really kicking goals by helping to increase the local bee population whilst bringing real, honest and locally produced food to the table for all of us to enjoy. I'm Bill McDonald. 
another sustainability story from City Smart. Subscribe to the Sustainability in Action podcast at citysmart.com.au forward slash podcast.